0: is free there is hope mommy says don't play with fire oh. Oh, oh, oh my
1: god that's hot
0: but mommy says it's okay to play everything
1: cool
2: if you don't like them i'm sure your sister will Hey babe, you wanna go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this was Critic The name is Larry, and it's an absolute pleasure being here with you for yet another episode. As it is the eighty-eighth episode of the Critty Cards, that means what twelve episodes. Away from the magical one hundred episodes. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Well, I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. I'm pretty excited. This week's show, I've just uh, uh, put it into two segments. I'm going to talk about the big issues this week that made the news and that sort of thing. But also, uh, in the second part, I'm going to talk about abuse in light of the death of a young lady. Uh, this story, Made the News in uh, Harare, uh, a woman who was beaten to death. So we're going to talk a lot about gender-based violence. A lot of it is going to be uh, uh, audios that uh, some of you guys sent through to me. But also, I'm going to make sure that uh, those who sent me stuff on Facebook, I'm going to make sure your voice is heard. I'm going to read as many of your, uh, of your comments as possible. Now, let's talk about the news that that was big this week. Um, President Mugabe, yeah, where he's decided, well, not decided, he's signed the Labor Amendment bill into law. So i want to have a look at that and see if the contentious issues that were there before had been changed. You know, there were loads of arguments over whether you know the retrospective uh, punishments would be kept into the in the bill and that sort of thing. And, and uh, yeah, but it seemed to sailed through both houses unchanged. So I want to have a look at it and then uh, then you can digest it and see if uh, and if it makes sense. Uh, also happening this week: Tendai Mahachi, the former uh, the suspended town clerk of Harare apparently made a, a de- demands of up to 3 million US dollars as an exit package from the Harare City Council, which is which for me is like, <laughs> what? Weird, man. Apparently, you've been receiving 38 million dollars. Uh, 30, Pooh, that's a lot. 38,000. If you was receiving 38 million per month, uh, you know, I'd love to be having this job. 38,000 dollars per month, which is still quite ridiculous. Obscene, if you ask me, especially for a loss-making uh, you know, institution, and it's getting all that money. And he's getting all sorts of things, houses, and says, so, so, "Oh, whatever it is." For me, it's not so much that he's asking for this and that he was getting paid this, but it's primarily down to the fact that we give people bad contracts. So, from a legal perspective, the lawyers City council are going to find themselves in a position where they're going to have to pay this. But the reality uh, in an economy, economy like ours, absolutely doesn't make sense. How were they, you know, how were they making sense of the fact that he should be paid? And I popping thirty-eight thousand dollars per month. It's just, just weird. It's just weird. Anyway, this is what they say according to news. What else happened this past week? Um, yeah, sadly, Quinn Swale, uh, a guy who was a, uh, a secure a, a, a safari guide in the Wangi National Park, was mauled to death by a lion. Yeah, which is which is incredibly sad. Yeah, he was trying to protect. Uh, the people that he was taking on this uh, walk with the lions and that sort of thing from uh, being attacked by the lion, and then he was attacked and sadly he passed away. And the lion that beat him, bit him, according to the Herald, was is, is being studied by uh, the Oxford uh, University, is called Naha Yeah. What's happening this past week, just going through the news Highlanders Football Club fired their coach, and then they unfired him. They said, no, no, there wasn't a fire in the first place. Because everything needed to be approved by the board. So the executive decided that they were done with him because he's been pretty useless, pathetic. 11 points in the last 11 games. That's like rele- relegation form. You know, for a t- team like Highlanders, this like, is like, like a serious lack of seriousness and that sort of thing. But yeah, what do you expect? It's, what's the stupidity happening over there? Also, what's happening? Uh, Brian Soko, yeah, he's up for uh, th- three BMIs this coming Friday. So, shout out to him. He's all the way in Hollywood. He won two last year together with his partners in the order. Remember, he also won three Grammys earlier this year. I don't know what that is, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Love him. Absolutely. Absolute. DJ Munya is back on radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's on ZFM. Uh, he was on the breakfast show last week Friday. That hosted uh, the top 40 between 10 and 2. The earlier, the earlier reactions are kind of like weird. Like, yo, no, 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 no but I think it's going to die down. The guy needs to make a career and that sort of thing. He needs to make money and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I get, you know, yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. He's, he's gone to court and that sort of thing. And, and anyway, yeah, I mean, just just let it go. Just just let it go. It's not your problem. And second from last is Zambezi Magic uh, TV's Adiel Zinoreva, who's like the head of Zambezi TV. He was born in... Uh, there apparently, and then he went to uh school at uh, Prince Edward it was also at Cranbourne as well. Well, he was in Zimbabwe this weekend. he said he announced a whole bunch of things, but top of those that caught my my, my imagination and my mind was uh, and my eye and all sorts of things was the fact that there will be a top ten music videos on the uh, on the channel, yeah, pretty exciting' going be the top ten music videos from Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah, finally. Remember, Tony Braxton is on this Friday. Uh, tickets are between forty dollars and one hundred and fifty. She's performing with Babyface at uh, the Border Racecourse. Uh, tickets available from Zol, Zimbabwe offices, as well as um, you can get them from what is was that T M and Pick and Pay shops, as well as as well as from the Ticket Pro website. So yeah. So, Tony Braxton, babyface and town. There's been so, all sorts of things, because she came into Harare on on Friday, on, what is it, Monday? And uh, security was still where It was like, oh. Then uh, we got a paparazzi picture uh, with my Brian Three Men on boat and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. She's like weird. And she's been holed up most of the time in her uh, room, and that has upset a lot of people. But, you know, if she has a good concert, uh, then everything's forgiven. Okay. Yeah, you know, she's here to sing. That's what I wanted to do. Just give me a good show. If she went around the town and she gave everybody so smiled at everybody and had a pretty rubbish show, then you know, yeah, i would be like, Why why not you concentrate on your show? Yeah. Anyway, on the other side we'll talk about that side situation with the abuse. The name is Larry, you listen to Quiddicaster. So there was some incredibly sad news this past week. When it was revealed that a young lady by the name of Nyasha was beaten to death Allegedly by her boyfriend, who is happens to be a DJ, well-known DJ about town. So uh, it, that was like, oh, gosh. Apparently, this uh, this guy by the name of Tuffy uh, caught her you know in a relationship with somebody else, and apparently beat her uh, with a uh, with a metal iron to death, according to details that made the public, and then also assaulted uh, the other person that she was with, and. Uh, it got me thinking a lot about gender-based violence because we were we were in a, a WhatsApp group with her and people in there were you know were mentioning and going back and forth and saying, well we knew the girl and there was a lot of times that she she uh, uh, you know she was drinking a lot and that sort of thing because she was going through a lot of stuff and that, that sort of thing, and some people knew that she was being abused and I said sort of but you know, I just started wondering uh, to myself you know that babyface song uh, how come how long do we let it just go on. You know, it's not to say that the people that that people didn't try to do anything, but you also start wondering like are there situations that I find myself where, you know, I could do something about a situation unless it is. Now I sent this question out uh to people and uh, first I'm gonna start with the audio responses and then I'm gonna read some of the messages that came from um Facebook. And, and that that with the summary of the show today, just to get your feedback on uh, on the issue. So I'm just gonna play you now the responses that I got on the WhatsApp platform.
0: Uh, you know, the thing, abusive relationships are tricky because an abuser has a way of manipulating the abuser into thinking that it's their fault they're being beaten up and all. So I think there should be more workshops on helping people become aware of how they can empower themselves. You can't stay in an abusive relationship just because it's to do other things you wanna do. Just do what you can to get even kind of $1 or two dollar. And I'm sure there are other empowering programs that are out there. People need to do something about empowering each other, even if it means having to drag your friend from that guy's house, then it's people good please to do teach that.
1: Young people abuse when they're still young. Until when you grow up, then you know that you have to report how and the consequences and, and so forth. Because some young people, they're even scared to report and they don't even know the consequences. Some, they are scared their partners will leave them because they've reported them. So it's very, very hard. I think it's going to be an ongoing issue that may be started from our ancestors, this abuse issue. It's only when someone is killed, and then we 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 start to think why were they killed, and then we see they've been abused. there's some abuse that are ongoing from I don't know, and no one we know something like emotional abuse. how can you identify it? it's individual who needs to report and know it's abuse and then report and then you know uh, do something but it's it's, i think it's a very very difficult issue really you know uh, all around the world somewhere somehow someone will suffer abuse until death and it's not gonna be resolved those who can resolve is good if the family know or friends or um, we ever they need them to report it and then uh, they can do something about it but it's unfortunate to those people with no friends
3: Larry how are you doing Um the young girl that, that got killed she was actually my friend and just like so many other similar situations and issues that are out there not enough was done not enough was done by everybody really friends family and um, we really didn't support her to the fullest, you know. Um, so right now, what we need to do is that we need to to speak to everybody, to the community, to the society. That if they see situations like these, the necessary steps are taken, you know. Certain authorities are alerted. Certain people are told. Even inside, the inside circle is supposed to know what to do and how to handle such situations up until... You know, you 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 are sure that it's not going to happen again, in terms of the domestic violence that is, and it doesn't lead to, you know, such calamities.
0: Personally, what I think is as and then people they give you advice and then when they give you advice you keep on. Going out with this person and it is from one or twice a month. Doesn't say anything or reports to the relatives and everything. But obvious, we you know. Once this one is seen anymore and it is, but you're running but you won't know any and it is. This was cannot you push him on to put as and I'm of trying to petra and poura and it is. Even if I know how not to run, I go arrive early and it is money, those same cowards if you put those same niggas in the same boxing with another guy, they won't even want to fight. But instead they want to fight with girls. And I think these people they should be like a specific sentencing to these cowards. Gafir mjeri. Looking at this, nya yey yey, kumanoy akau ra yamono. Ang ang pang mangas word up for the guys out there: you, if you seek to monopolize the style, why can't you just leave? Pindam kon binom ba kweni paniku si tagirangos.
2: Yes, there's always very differing views there, um, but all the same, saying that gender-based violence is bad and that sort of thing. Then, uh, of course, I, I as I said earlier, I went into my Facebook and asked people to to lend uh, a word or two to, to what they think. Uh, Kiri said uh, they need education and having confidence uh, and c- courage to speak out. Many suffer in silence because they don't want to be laughed at and uh, talked about in the community. Also the abuses are very threatening as well. So fear is also the main aspect why many remain silent. Some families also like parents just uh, also like parents just encourage their daughters to be vigilant while there's while they're suffering in the hands of abusers yeah you know about that they say mo you hear about that a lot uh, a nice one uh, from Verity. Uh, she said we need to fix the legal systems that should uh, provide protection to citizens, particularly women. Right now it takes more than seven days to get a restraining order in Zimbabwe. Seven days, and that's if you're lucky. Uh, The victim is victimized by the system. Women wait at the family court for days trying to secure restraining orders, mostly against partners, Uh, losing income and uh, ultimately going home each day to the same threat. Uh, The restraining order, when it comes, doesn't actually ensure the man has no access to her. It is simply a warning that he'll be prosecuted if he abuses her again. How is this even a restraining order? And don't even think about divorce. If your husband is abusive and as there's a woman you file for divorce, there's no political me- mechanism to ensure he shows up for, for the court hearing. If he doesn't, you can't get divorced. You're told to go back to the High, high Court Accounts Office to get your sum, uh, return summons that, uh, that he ignored and request a refund of your $30 fining. What a joke. Uh, It is shocking how the system works against the interest and safety of women. We should be fixing and campaigning to fix the broken system to ensure legal protection for our mothers, sisters, daughters, wives and parent partners. Otherwise why are we surprised when they are killed? Talent said if we understand why women won't walk away then we may find uh, a means of intervening. It is a cocktail of factors that keep us in abusive relationships. At a tender age, we're conditioned to, to envy marriage, and as we marry, we're told a woman should persevere even in difficult times, uh, you know, abuse included. So that's something that I, I said earlier on. In church divorce, it's, uh, it's condemned and it's, also, it's such a shame, and we can choose to persevere just to avoid shame. So there's a dependency syndrome to, due to uh, feminization of poverty. Many of us are dirt poor and uh, economically dependent and uh, would rather receive a few beatings for life in exchange for money. There's issues of shelter, food, and money, and that sort of thing. Peace Nube said, uh, sadly is not only the uneducated women who are abused, the educated ones do too. And uh, when you speak to them, they would sound like they hear you the next day. They are back with their boyfriend, bad-mouthing the same person who's trying to enlighten them. Maybe find out what causes someone to hold on in an abusive relationship. Why was that? In uh, what ways it It can can be? Uh, can be. can it be broken? Norma said, we are made to believe that uh, your ultimate goal in life as a woman is to get married, and if that fails, you're generally viewed as a failure. Unfortunately, most of us will hold on to this and stay. The other problem is blind and obsessive love, no matter how bad a man is. If we love him, we will keep uh, staying regardless of the beatings because we hope he will change. I'm going to say it, my heart bleeds when, it comes to, when I hear uh, cases of abuse. I agree with talent and norma. I believe that society is, is to blame because the victims feel like they have nowhere to go when it happens, families need to start having talks on such matters early in their, in their kids' lives so that kids know that there's always have some, someone to talk to and will never tolerate abuse. Khadija. Now, is a special situation. She said, uh, this is what she said. Yes, the abuse was ongoing. I tried so hard to make Nyasha see. When she finally did, it was too late. Tuffy had a history of abuse with all his girlfriends. The murder took place at my house. That is so scary. Uh, Dion says the victim of abuse has no support, society blames uh, the victim for the abuse often that they are pressured into staying in the relationship. I personally know of cases where the abuser has pursued the victim, pursued the victim after she had left the home. He went as far as using family members, children, and even members of the church to get her back. No one stood for, for the victim, just told to forgive him. The church told her to forgive, and that God hates divorce. Friends share the horror stories and say ku shinga. So again, again, society needs to do something better. Pashi finally says, it is a sad reality. I finally left what I stopped being in denial. This is a beautiful statement. When I said enough is enough, because no matter how many people tell you to leave the relationship or what advice you get, you will not be able to leave or you may leave for, for a while, then go back. I can't exactly explain what happened to me, but it was like I finally saw the light. Something clicked inside of me and finally had the courage to tell him off when we were alone and I left for good. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to add any more on to that. I think everything has been said. And uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. Rest in peace, Nyasha. We met a few times and uh, yeah, it's such a sad situation. And your three kids, uh, I have no idea. Oh, it's so difficult to think what they're going through right now. The three lovely kids, young kids. And uh, all I say to people is, uh, let's just do something, you know, just do something, do anything. That, that's what we need to do. Ultimately, it's the person's decision, but at least you want to do everything that you can. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's quieter Next week, I am in the island of Mauritius. Yes, cooling out beaches, sand and all that other stuff. And I will have a Quiddicast a, a from there, but it, yeah, yeah, so pretty awesome. And uh, the, other than that, I will see you uh, again next week. Uh, get in touch with me. The email address is info at or follow me on Twitter at quiddicast. Other than that, the last thing I have to say, my advice to you is if it doesn't make sense now, it doesn't mean it won't make sense tomorrow. So don't dismiss it. It's been Larry. It's been the Quiddicast. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?